Every time you do a trailer read, you have to be like, nope, this is how it's supposed to sound. If you don't like it, screw you. But this is what it is. <laughs> Getting feedback from someone, choosing not to take it personally, is actually very freeing. And I find for me that I do the worst when I'm trying to give somebody what they want. It's like the modern version of the the two people inside of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Times are changing. We want different voices. We want different races. We want more female voices. I think it's a beautiful thing. And there is something about the strength in numbers that has been really emboldening. Lie on the floor flopping around like a, <laughs> like a fish for 45 minutes. We work in isolation booths. So if we, <laughs> if we don't want to be isolated, we should leave those booths. Never think, uh, I hope he asks me to be, I hope he pitches me to whoever, whatever he's, like if you think that way and you're just trying to use people. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my God, that's him. Wow, you got the part. Hired on the spot. Yeah. Pilots my meat suit. I've only heard really bad things about Jamie. Right. Well, yeah, that know, makes sense. That, that makes sense. Watch <laughs> Instead of trying to figure out how to get into it, I just brought a bunch of people together that none of us knew in the industry. Stop wiping expectations on any audition. As soon as you start telling stories and having actors touch people's heads and hearts with their performances, you're going to have people that are going to want to connect to the people behind those voices. You're going to get a lot more no's than you get yeses, and I, that's true for me today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Now, today we are talking about corporate narration. And I say we because I am joined by Christy Bowen, who is a voice talent, a coach. She works with ACM and she helps run VO Atlanta. So she is very, very busy lady. And um, so I really, really appreciated her spending time with us today and reviewing your submissions. And, you know, she put an awful lot of time and thought into it. So very, very much appreciate Christy Bowen's time. I also want to thank the writers of today's scripts because I didn't write them. It was four people from our sort of management team here at the podcast, Femi London, Zach Allerman, Joan Cavino, and Lisa Leonard. And I think they did a fantastic job. The scripts looked 100% legit to me, very much like something you would see as coming from an agent or directly from a client. So thank you to those guys. We don't have time to go through everyone's submissions because we had a bunch of them. I can't remember how many we actually had in the end, but I think in the episode we get through about 18, 19 or so. So we get through a bunch, but um, unfortunately we didn't have time for everyone. But I am going to put that folder with all of the submissions in the Facebook group. So if you submitted and you want to hear yours up against everyone else's, it's a really great learning opportunity for you there. And um, if you're just interested in everyone's submissions, go ahead and join the Facebook group and listen for yourself. Also connect with us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm trying to get a little more prolific posting there, but it's not great. <laughs> but uh, any support there would be much appreciated. But other than that, I just want to say thank you to everyone who submitted. It takes a huge amount of bravery to do that so publicly. And that's it. So let's have a quick ad and then we're going to get straight into your submissions. The National Zoo. Because sometimes you just need to stroke a llama. Instagram. Download it and start embarrassing your teenagers today. Resolve spot and stain. Because the dog's gonna drag his butt on the carpet. He just is. Engage the droid army with this Lego Star Wars Republic fighter tank. Hi, it's J. Michael Collins. And these are just a few examples of the first-class demos my team and I are producing. If you'd like to have something similar, visit jmcvoiceover.com and click on the Demo Production tab to find out more. Okay, Christy. Hey, how are you doing? 
Good. How are you doing? Very, very good. Um, so today we're going through listener reads, and it's always a really fun episode. Um, they're always very popular, and uh, I couldn't think of anyone better to review the corporate narration reads that we have today. So thank you so much for agreeing to do this. You're very welcome. So we have two scripts that we're running through today, a more technical one and an explainer one, two different sort of flavors of corporate narration. So how would you describe the differences between those two genres? I consider all of this, all of them kind of cousins of each other. <laughs> They're related, mm. but there's just a slight difference. Um, technical and the script we had for this project, I would say, is more something that is internal corporate narration, or maybe it, it could be forward facing to explain something to potential clients or even, you know, uh, potential customers or the public. But in general, it's going to be more of a, here's who we are, here's what we do, but it could be more of a, we're going to get into the nitty gritty versus the sales piece. An explainer video is more of a, it's a hybrid between a commercial and a corporate narration, in, in my opinion, because there's mm. that sales component that you're trying to let other people who don't know about your, you know, company business, your information, your whatever, uh, your service, let them know that it exists and to find out more. And but, you know, there's also it can get into some deep information for the company in there if needed. But in general, it's a little more salesy in a way. It's like, here's here's the problem. Here's how we're going to solve it. Connect with us, you know, find out more, call us, click here, do whatever it is. You know, there's that kind of big call to action at the end most yeah. of the time for an explainer. But it's, you know, obviously longer than a 30-second commercial and, it, you know, it reaches different industries and things. Technical is more just internal corporate communication in a way. Um, even if it, you know, is forward-facing, it is still internal information in my opinion. So that's kind of where I see them related because they're, you know, it's a company trying to communicate who and what they are and what they do to a particular audience, but with a different end game. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, aligns what I how I view it as well. Exactly. Okay, cool. Um so we're gonna get straight into it. And the first script we're gonna go through is the technical script. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not gonna read the script because we're gonna hear it about <laughs> ten times. Um <laughs> But I will read the casting info. So when I posted this uh, in the group, uh, we had a sort of deadline and um, labeling instructions and also casting info, so the spec. So they're looking for knowledgeable, professional sounding voice, not too dry or boring. And the narration will be used to train staff serving patients in a hospital weight loss program. So that is what they're looking for in the context for this. So who do we want to go first? Let's go with Steve McConnell. In physical fitness, body composition is used to describe the percentages of muscle, fat, water, and bone in humans. Three commonly used lab-based body composition analysis techniques are skinfold assessment, bioelectrical impedance analysis, and hydrodensitometry. A skinfold assessment is done using the thumb, forefinger, and a caliper. All measurements are taken on the right side of the body. The bioelectrical impedance analysis can be done using a few different devices, scales, handheld models, or electrode placement models. Electrodes are placed at the base of the middle finger and wrist joint and at the base of the second and third toe and ankle joint. Hydrodensitometry is one of the most accurate methods of body composition assessment when administered properly and with a high degree of subject cooperation. It weighs a subject while submerged under water after exhaling as much air as possible from the lungs. Okay. 
Good All job, right. Steve. Yeah. What did you think? I thought that was really good. It had a he has a nice sound for that particular type of piece. Um, he also had really nice pacing and a good command of how the script was written. Frankly, um, you know, mm. he it just he sounded like he was connected to it. He understood what it was saying and how to reach the audience that you know we've we've talked about. So I I felt that was a really good read. Yeah, I thought uh, it was a very relaxed read. Mm-hmm. It was very pleasant to listen to. Yeah, it um, really was, and it, yeah. it was. Because, you know, it, it's training. So, you know, in a way, there, there's that, you know, imparting the information to this, you know, group of uh, people who are, are learning how to use these pieces of equipment. And it was just very relaxed. So this the learner's going to feel relaxed. You know, the person listening to it's not going to feel all upset by, you know, these big words. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. On the spec, it says not too dry or boring. Mm-hmm. Was this too dry or boring, do you think? I don't think so. No, um, I, I because again, it felt like he was connected to the copy, so he, you know, it didn't feel boring to me because he was interested in communicating the information he was communicating. Yeah, that's a really interesting point because when you see something like not too dry or boring, my brain goes to, well, let's go wacky, let's go crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's not boring. Doesn't necessarily mean enthusiastic. It just means you know, it's not dull you know right. because he like you say because he was connected to it it mm-hmm. was by its very that very nature it's not boring yeah um, absolutely from the sound perspective i think he was using a fair amount of noise reduction i was listening sort of yeah. in detail last night and i could hear a lot of lost transients so the sort of the spikes of the waveform got chopped off with i think noise reduction so mm-hmm. it was a little muffled if you know if i was being super picky from a tech standpoint but right you know just something to maybe look at, Steve. But otherwise, great job. Yeah, very nicely done. All right, who's next? Let's go with Prem Lal. In physical fitness, body composition is used to describe the percentages of muscle, fat, water, and bone in humans. Three commonly used lab-based body composition analysis techniques are skin fold assessment, bioelectrical impedance analysis, and hydrodensitometry. A skinfold assessment is done using the thumb, forefinger, and a caliper. All measurements are taken on the right side of the body. The bioelectrical impedance analysis can be done using a few different devices, scales, handheld models, or electrode placement models. Electrodes are placed at the base of the middle finger and wrist joint, and at the base of the second and third toe and ankle joint. Hydrodensitometry is one of the most accurate methods of body composition assessment when administered properly and with a high degree of subject cooperation. It weighs a subject while submerged underwater after exhaling as much air as possible from the lungs. Okay. All what are your right. thoughts on Prem's read? Well, it was kind of announcery. Um, mm. It had a very kind of steady, repeated sound to it. Everything kind of ended. It was very, um, how do I put this? <laughs> uh <sighs> It just kind of kept having the same pace over and over again, and it it didn't have any variation, and it didn't sound like he was connected to it, but he was reading it. Yeah. Um, He has got a nice tone to his voice. Yeah, he does a beautiful voice. I I think I had a very similar impression that it was quite almost old-fashioned a little bit. You know, he did loosen up as he went along, I thought, but it still had a very announcer read. Um, and it, it just, I think that may have been, you know, not connecting quite to the copy a little bit and being more mm. with the idea that this is called a technical script. Um, and, you know, it does have some bigger words in there and everything, and it's more medical related. And I think sometimes that, you know, takes people into a certain 
style in their head that they're supposed to do. And I mm. think, you know, when you realize you're actually talking to a group of, you know, students in this case, as it was written, you know, that it's going to be for people learning how to, you know, work in a weight loss clinic, then, well, you are you have to kind of shift into, I'm helping people understand what their job is going to be so they can help others. And I think in this case, yeah. it was more of a, let me tell you all about this piece of machinery instead of more... I'm trying to help you to help others <laughs> uh, yeah. type of feel. Yeah. How much of your personality are you putting into a technical read like this rather than an explainer? Is it all about the subject matter or are you bringing a little bit of your own humanity into it? I think you need to bring your own humanity into it because, you know, mm. whether if you're at a store, let's just say, for instance, if you're at a store and, you know, you walk into a, like a mattress store or something, if the personality of the person trying to sell you the mattress and, to, and give you the information about what that mattress, you know, what kind of mattress it is, how it's going to support you, what's the difference between this one and that one and that one over there, you know, besides the price, you know, what are the things that are different with it? And they, they're going to get into their technical speak of it's got this many coils and this much stuff and blah, blah, blah. You know, if, if that person is either too salesy, you know, or that that's going to turn you off a little bit because, you know, you're going to feel like, I don't want to buy a mattress from them. But if they get too hyper-technical and very, you know, or they're very, they have no connection to you and they can't see the look on your face and when you lay on that mattress and, you know, or like, okay, they, I can see they're feeling that one. That one's feeling pretty good. Okay, let me, let me talk about the uh, virtues of that mattress or whatever. Because if you're not reading your audience and you don't understand your audience, you're not going to be able to help them along. And I think mm. it, it's a, a, you know, you have to find a way to connect and realize that it doesn't have to be super technical and you don't have to be worried about that. You have to bring your own personality in a way that will allow people to feel comfortable listening to you and then absorbing yeah. that information. And I think that's where you bring the personality in because, you know, they are hiring us as humans you know, to, to read these things yep. and, and to, you know, convey the information and not just read it, to convey the information. They want us to be human. That doesn't mean we have to be wacky and crazy and weird, but it just means that we have to not be dry and dull and boring, you know, like it said in the, in the thing. But, you know, you want to bring some of your humanity into it. Because remember, you are communicating with other human beings. You may not be able to see them, but you are talking to other people. And, you know, would you want to stand there and listen to someone who is, you know, very boring or is, you know, talking to you in a way that is this repetitive rhythm over and over and over again, after a while that fatigues you and yeah. you don't, you tune out. Absolutely. And it, and it's also going to stand you in good stead when we eventually battle the AI robots, you know, who are going to come after this kind of work. Exactly. The more human we are, you yes, know, the, exactly. the better we're going to yeah, compete. Yeah, we have yeah. to put our personality into it. Yeah, great. Uh, there was just one thing that jumped out to me that I wanted to point out. Um, I forget which part of the script it was, but there's a sort of a list mm -hmm. and you kind of flew through it, Prem, and be aware that there may be a visual component to this. So there may be bullet points on a screen or some kind of visual like demonstration happening that you might want to consider making that and somewhat editable later for the editor, you know, in case that was, but if it's flowed through as a sentence without a break, they, you're sort of painting them into a corner a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. When there are, yeah, that, okay. that's one thing that, you know, even if you have a little bit longer of a pause in between things like a, a list or, you know, things separated by commas, you know, different features, especially in technical scripts and explainers, features tend to be things where they change audio or, you know, they change visuals. 
And even if we leave a little extra time, they can shorten that, but they can't expand it. So if we run the list together, they, you know, it's harder for them to edit or you will hear them edit and it will sound funny in the finished product. Um, so, yeah, leaving a little more time is better than less time. <laughs> All right. Great. OK, so who are we going to do next? Let's do Mary O'Brady. In physical fitness, body composition is used to describe the percentages of muscle, fat, water, and bone in humans. Three commonly used lab-based body composition analysis techniques are skinfold assessment, bioelectrical impedance analysis, and hydrodensometry. A skinfold assessment is done using the thumb, forefinger, and a caliper. All measurements are taken on the right side of the body. The bioelectrical impedance analysis can be done using a few different devices, scales, handheld models, or electrode placement models. Electrodes are placed at the base of the middle finger and wrist joint, and at the base of the second and third toe and ankle joint. Hydrodensometry is one of the most accurate methods of body composition assessment, when administered properly and with a high degree of subject cooperation. It weighs a subject while submerged underwater after exhaling as much air as possible from the lungs. It weighs a subject while submerged underwater after exhaling as much air as possible from the lungs. All right, spot the deliberate error. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the uh, the pronunciation of hydrodensitometry. Yeah, that was that was uh, one of the first things I noticed. Um, which, you know, it's important to get those words right, uh, especially in this case, since that's kind of what it's all about. So that's the first thing. And also leaving that last pickup line, um, that kind of threw me off a little bit. Probably, you know, need to commit to one of those, especially if this is, you know, the final read or if, even if it's an audition. Um, you know, if it was a different pronunciation or whatever, you know, you could say something like that. But, you know, definitely best to check your file and Take, leave off that extra little bit at the end um, that it was done. Overall, she has a very nice voice, and you know mm. it was a, a good pace on the on the read, and I could understand what she was saying, and you know it was clear. I could kind of visually understand. You know those visual pictures were going in my brain when listening to her. Um, so yeah. I mean, overall, it was not a bad read, other than you know definitely trying to make sure you pronounce you know the thing one of the major words correctly would be good. But um, not a bad read. It, she wasn't boring. Um, she had a nice pace and tone, and it just felt like a, a good, comfortable read to me. Yeah. Yeah. She seemed like she really knew what she was talking mm -hmm. about, other than the mispronunciation. But yeah. yeah, I would listen to Mary talk for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I would be very I, happy to listen to I would, to too. That. I felt very comfortable hearing her. And it was not a... Um, it didn't feel forced. It felt very like, okay, I'm, I'm in command of the information and, you know, here's what I'm going to teach you. Here's what you're going to learn. And, you know, just kind of carry on, you know, <laughs> that's what it felt yeah. like. It felt very comfortable. There were, you know, three technical things that were nothing to do with her performance. Mm -hmm. You know, the there was a big pause at the start, for a start. Mm -hmm. There was obviously the hydrodensitometry, which was, I guess, to do with her read, but mm -hmm. that was sort of a technical thing. And the, the error at the end but those are so easy to fix. Right, <laughs> so exactly. So incredibly easy to fix. That yeah. Everything else was just perfect. And her, her, I thought her recording sound was one of the best we'll hear today. I thought it was amazing. I loved the sound of her studio. Yeah, um, yeah. She had a really yeah. nice, clean sound. It was great. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Good job, Mary. Yes, right. absolutely. Okay, let's go with Amy Geronimi. In physical fitness, body composition is used to describe the percentages of muscle, fat, water, and bone in humans. 
Three commonly used lab-based body composition analysis techniques are skinfold assessment, bioelectrical impedance analysis, and hydrodensitometry. A skinfold assessment is done using the thumb, forefinger, and a caliper. All measurements are taken on the right side of the body. The bioelectrical impedance analysis can be done using a few different devices. Scales, handheld models, or electrode placement models. Electrodes are placed at the base of the middle finger and wrist joint and at the base of the second and third toe and ankle joint. Hydrodensitometry is one of the most accurate methods of body composition assessment when administered properly and with a high degree of subject cooperation. It weighs the subject while submerged under water after exhaling as much air as possible from the lungs. Okay. I really like Amy's tone of voice. I think she really understood the script. However, she needed to slow down a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it was a little too fast and even the breaks and I don't know if it was a function of the editing in between the paragraphs basically and where you'd want a little bit longer of a pause to kind of shift gears as it were, um you know, and as it's written on the page for the eye, um you know, when you're listening to it, there were a couple of places, you know, where the natural breaks would have happened that needed to have a little bit longer pause even and uh, I don't know if they were edited out. Or if she mm. just, you know, went from paragraph to paragraph to paragraph. But either way, slowing down would definitely help that read. But, yeah, she had a great tone. And she really, you know, it did sound like she understood the script. And she was conveying very, you know, nice, positive information. And it would have been a pleasure to learn from her, you know, what this was all about if I, you know, were doing this. And if it had slowed down. Because, yeah, I think it, you know, it felt it felt comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that was exactly my thought as well. The only thing that I had in the sort of negative column was that it felt rushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she had very, very good articulation on the complicated words. It sounded very confident. She knew what she was talking about, which uh, I guess people who are hiring people in maybe medical or pharma or something with many syllable words <laughs> are going to want that confidence and reassurance that they can plow through that kind of copy. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's mix it up and go with a... Let's go with David Kleber. David Kleber. In physical fitness, body composition is used to describe the percentages of muscle, fat, water, and bone in humans. Three commonly used lab-based body composition analysis techniques are skinfold assessment, bioelectrical impedance analysis, and hydrodensitometry. A skinfold assessment is done using the thumb, forefinger, and a caliper. All measurements are taken on the right side of the body. The bioelectrical impedance analysis can be done using a few different devices, scales, handheld models, or electrode placement models. Electrodes are placed at the base of the middle finger and wrist joint and at the base of the second and third toe and ankle joint. Hydrodensitometry is one of the most accurate methods of body composition assessment when administered properly and with a high degree of subject cooperation. It weighs a subject while submerged under water, after exhaling as much air as possible from the lungs. Okay, I can pretty much guess what you're going to say first. (laughs) (laughs) Slow down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, slowing down would have been really good, but I really liked, first of all, he has a great voice. I really enjoyed listening to him. You know, nice. Again, Mm. I hate using this word again, but it's how I felt about it. It was a very comfortable read. Um, And I liked the way that he varied the uh his pitch and his tone in this and you know he ha- he didn't approach every single sentence in the same manner you know they mm-hmm. they had nice variations in them um whenever he was talking about you know we have three things and here they are there was a list and he built up to it it was like and here are these three things it's one it's two it's three you know so he had a very nice way of conveying all the information it just you know if he had slowed it down i think it would have been 
dead, you know, spot on 100%. And that's who I probably would have hired um, just because I I liked all of the things that he did with varying his tone. It just felt really, really good. It set things apart. He hit the right words that, well, you know, playground rules here. We don't hit things. Um, He he gave love (laughs) to the right things, uh, you know, through the right (laughs) words. uh, But yet he um, just needed to slow down. That was it. I mean, other than that, I thought it was a really good read. Yeah. Yeah. I think his sound was a tiny bit boxy if mm-hmm. like I'm super nerdy about the sound like I <laughs> like he, he either needs to get on the mic or he needs to add a bit more bass trapping or something right but um I think from yeah his performance yeah too fast but super professional like he mm-hmm. sound I mean just like you would trust him to deliver your script fully yeah. professionally without question absolutely um, but it wasn't boring you know and that's the no. thing you can be professional without being boring and you know it felt like he it had his personality going back to that other earlier you know question you had it felt like he was adding some personality in there yeah i would love to hear his read i would love to give him the direction now add a bit more of you in there to see where he goes with it yeah yeah <laughs> just to see, see what that more. would sound like mm-hmm. yeah i'd be interested to hear that um yeah. but i'm i'm sure you could just bash this out day in day out and oh yeah be very very professional so yeah great great job david yeah okay who's okay. next okay let's go with how about uh nadia marshall in physical fitness body composition is used to describe the percentages of muscle fat water and bone in humans Three commonly used lab-based body composition analysis techniques are skin fold assessment, bioelectrical impedance analysis, and hydrodensitometry. A skin fold assessment is done using the thumb, forefinger, and a caliper. All measurements are taken on the right side of the body. The bioelectrical impedance analysis can be done using a few different devices, scales, handheld models, or electrode placement models. Electrodes are placed at the base of the middle finger and wrist joint and at the base of the second and third toe and ankle joint. Hydrodensitometry is one of the most accurate methods of body composition assessment when administered properly and with a high degree of subject cooperation. It weighs a subject while submerged underwater after exhaling as much air as possible from the lungs. Yeah, overall, a good read. Nice speed. I think she really, she had a very good speed for that one. You know, since we've been talking about, um, you know, the slowing down for the other folks uh, before, very nice pacing on this. Um, You know, I think she has a nice, pleasant voice. Um, She's on the younger side, which is good because you never know what your audience is. And, you know, especially maybe there are younger people that are just training in in this uh, topic. And, you know, so having a younger voice speak to that younger audience, maybe newer in, you know, in the field uh, would be Mm. a good connection. And, you know, therefore they'd be more willing to listen. I think she had a good command of the subject. We did mispronounce the word impedance twice. Uh, Mm. So we've gone from hydrodensitometry being a, a trip up there to impedance being a trip up. So, um, that's you know, but other than that, I thought it was okay. Uh, I, it was not a bad read at all. I I, I enjoyed it. Um, maybe a little bit more personality injected in there. You know, just kind of maybe relaxed a tad more. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but relaxed from the idea of I'm having to record a technical script into yeah. let me you know relax into and show you my personality because I'm feeling more comfortable with this, and now I'm going to engage you with it. But, you know, overall, not terrible at all. I mean, I, I felt it it passed. Um, maybe just a little more personality, you know? Yeah. Do you think that the mispronunciation of impedance would plant a seed of doubt in the client's mind that this may not be the right person to go with because 
These technical scripts can be extremely long. You don't want necessarily to have to pick someone up repeatedly on technical words, or is that just they wouldn't worry about that? Um, you know, I don't know. I, I think that might be a problem, especially since it was done twice. Um, you know, mm. if it was only one time, if it was, you know, the first time you misread it as, you know, something else, and then, you know, the second time you, you got it correctly, um, that that would probably, I wouldn't worry about it. But since it was done incorrectly both times, yeah, I would probably get a little more, hmm, well, okay, you know, because you can get hydrodensitometry, but not impedance. So, mm. you know, what would my thinking be? Maybe, maybe not. Um yeah, I might. Does it matter if it was a directed session or whether they're recording it on their own? I think, you know, if it, if it was a directed session, you know, I, I hopefully once you point it out, you know, if you were stopping that, you know, if you were reading along and you heard that and, you know, the director or whoever was on the line said, hey, you know, we caught an incorrect word here. Don't forget it's impedance. And as long as you corrected it and kept going, I think it would be fine. Um, if you yeah. kept doing the mistake over and over again, you'd probably get through the session. And then after that, they may consider, you know, whether they want to hire you again in the future. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes things get stuck in our head and it, it's sometimes, you know, muscle memory that we have to kind of try to get that word into the right into the right word. Because I've had this happen to me before. Just sometimes you, you say something wrong and it gets stuck in your brain that that's how it's supposed yeah. to be said. And then you then you start second guessing yourself whenever that word comes up in the script and your brain immediately kind of shuts down. It's like, oh, am I going to say this correctly? And then you stumble, you know, so it, it happens. I mean, that's that's my life having an accent in America. <laughs> I'm constantly <laughs> questioning whether I'm pronouncing something right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, whatever it is that takes your brain out of yeah. thinking about reading the copy because you're worried about what's coming up before, you know, next and you start thinking about it, you lose what you're saying. You lose, you know, the chance to give a good read because you're so worried about the pronunciation instead of, you know, the content that you're supposed to be you know, reading. So, yeah, I can see that would yeah. be hard. Yeah, I, I liked Nadia's voice as well mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and I do, I did hear some sort of nasal issues. I don't know what that is exactly, but maybe it's, you know, she she wasn't feeling great. But mm -hmm. I know Nadia's got a great voice. I've, you know, yeah. I know Nadia. So maybe that's just, you know, bad day or something like that. Right. But uh, I don't know if that's a chronic problem or just a temporary issue. But right. um, yeah, otherwise, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. We only have a few more of these technical ones left or one or two, right? Yeah. Let's see. Let's go with uh, Chris. I think it's Buzel. 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 Yeah. Gotcha. In physical fitness, body composition is used to describe the percentages of muscle, fat, water, and bone in humans. Three commonly used lab-based body composition analysis techniques are skinfold assessment, bioelectric impedance analysis, and hydrodensitometry. A skinfold assessment is done using the thumb, forefinger, and a caliper. All measurements are taken on the right side of the body. The bioelectric impedance analysis can be done using a few different devices, scales, handheld models, or electrode placement models. Electrodes are placed at the base of the middle finger and wrist joint and at the base of the second and third toe and ankle joint. Hydrodensitometry is one of the most accurate methods of body composition assessment when administered properly and with a high degree of subject cooperation. It weighs a subject while submerged underwater after exhaling as much air as possible from the lungs. All right. Yeah, I, I, I liked his voice. Um, I thought he had a great tone for it. Uh, he felt pretty connected to the copy, uh, did mispronounce bioelectrical, and I said bioelectric twice. 
Um, again, it's funny how a lot of these words that were misdone are in there twice, and so and they were done wrong twice. I thought that I thought yeah. I found a theme through there. I thought that was really interesting. But um, you know, he he did vary the read. It wasn't a straight on the whole time. You know, he did have nice variations as he approached the different areas of the script. Um, I think you know, and his speed was good. I would say it would be nice to do a second take and kind of loosen him up a little bit. And give inject a little bit more personality. It was a very nice professional read. Now let's kind of kind of loosen it up a little bit and really talk to you know this group of students that are learning this technique, you know, for their job, and you know, kind yeah. of really start picturing the audience a little bit more because we know you can do the very you know the very good straightforward corporate. Now kind of give it some extra a little extra something and bring you to it. I think is what I would yeah. do if I was going to say do a second take. Yeah, it's funny because as you were speaking there, you said the word "nice" about five times, oh. and the first thing I—it's not a criticism. The first thing I wrote on this was he sounds nice. <laughs> he sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he really you did. Know, completely yeah, reductive, yeah. but he sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, he really does. I mean, he's—it sounds very comfortable, and you know, yeah, he'd be a great—you know—if it was—if it was just a live training thing, and he was standing up in front of the you know classroom, and I'm you know I'm one of these new students, and you know it's a live training situation instead, he's giving me this information, I'd be like, yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. You know, it may be every now and then he needs to chuckle or smile. But, you know, other than that, yeah, he, he's, he's you know, he, decent to listen to. And, yeah, I can learn from him. But, you know, maybe yeah. it would be even more engaging if just that little bit of smile to it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, he had better energy at the start mm-hmm. and it's trailed off a bit towards the end. So, again, given this genre... Does that plant a seed of doubt that maybe he doesn't have the stamina if he's running out of energy in just this short little snippet, considering this might be a two-hour session full of copy? Um, <laughs> or is that is that not an issue? You know, I would probably listen to that and, and, and try to decide whether that was a, a problem because, yeah, you do have to kind of keep up the energy throughout because you're right. I mean, we don't know that this isn't one of many you know, it's like, okay, we're going to talk about this subject, but I've got five more subjects to get through. And are you going mm-hmm. to keep up that same energy? Because by the last one, which may be the most important one for whatever reason, maybe they've saved the best for last. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, you really have to be on for that last section because that's the most important. Yeah, keeping up your energy is is very good. You do have to maintain that. And I think you're right. That's something to listen for. And, you know, that might put a client in a position of going, hmm, well... Can he do it? So, yeah, mm. that, that is definitely something to consider. Sounds like a small thing, but if it's a choice between you and mm-hmm. someone else, it might just be something like that that it comes down to them picking them over you. I don't know. Right. Just it something could to be. consider. Yeah, because yeah. at some point somebody's gonna going to have to make a decision. And, you know, yeah. it, it, they're going to have to find something to justify that decision. And even if it, you know, if it's that small little thing, that may just be the thing they pick, you know? Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's do... Binky Glick. In physical fitness, body composition is used to describe the percentages of muscle, fat, water, and bone in humans. Three commonly used lab-based body composition analysis techniques are skinfold assessment, bioelectrical impedance analysis, and hydrodensitometry. A skinfold assessment is done using the thumb, forefinger, and a caliper. All measurements are taken on the right side of the body. 
The bioelectrical impedance analysis can be done using a few different devices, scales, handheld models, or electrode placement models. Electrodes are placed at the base of the middle finger and wrist joint and at the base of the second and third toe and ankle joint. Hydrodensitometry is one of the most accurate methods of body composition assessment when administered properly and with a high degree of subject cooperation. It weighs a subject while submerged underwater after exhaling as much air as possible from the lungs. All right. All thanks, right. Binky. Yeah, she has a beautiful voice. I really, you know, I, I like listening to her. Um, mm. And I think it was maybe, you know, speed here. At first, I, I my, one of my first initial thoughts was, you know, pretty decent, you know, speed when reading it. But I think it may have actually been, it would have helped to pick it up just a little bit. And I think that would have also helped mm. the other thing that I noted is that she sounded a little unsure at times. Didn't sound yeah. quite confident um, in the read, there were times when, you know, you could hear the pauses before coming to the larger words. It was like, okay, am I going to say this correctly? And her, I remember looking at her file itself when I opened it. It was a, li- a little bit messy. You know, there were still some markers and things left in it. And there were some mouth noises and things that I, I picked up on and that kind of drew me out of the read. But, um, you know, I think a little more connection to the copy and feeling a little more confident about it would change that and make it a, a much stronger read because she does have a beautiful voice and it is something that I would be comfortable listening to her, you know, convey this information to me if it was just a little more confident in its in its read. Yeah, yeah completely agree. And the first hydrodensitometry, I think she put a little pause in there, but by yes. the second one, she said it perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> So yeah, suggest exactly. to me, maybe just finish the read, go back to the top, read it through again, and you'll probably nail it because yeah. that hesitancy definitely came across to me as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you mentioned, there was some mouth noise. I think there was some like clothing rustle at some point I heard mm-hmm. as well. So again, super easy things to Oh yeah. To Those fix are easy there. to fix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a little more confidence, pep it up a little bit and that'd be great, I think. Yep. I agree. All right. So we are on to explainer now and I'll just give a little background. So um They're looking for light-hearted, jaunty, friendly, conversational. They don't give much context for this thing, but that's the sound of the voice they're looking for. Um, So who are we going to do first? Let's go with Peter, is it Ponce or Ponce? I'm sorry, I don't want to mess up your name. I think it's Ponce. I believe it is Ponce, yeah, Peter Ponce. Meet Steve. He's tired of all the fees and hassle that come with traditional banking. Lucky for Steve... He's just signed up with Trust Coast Credit Union. That was a smart move, Steve. Now that he's made the switch, Steve sets up his online and mobile banking profiles. After all, Steve wants up-to-date details on his accounts while he's on the go. To do that, Steve opens the secure envelope he received when opening his account, taking note of his uniquely assigned PIN. Once he's downloaded and launched the app, he enters his PIN and clicks the Take Me to My Profile button. Next, Steve will see a profile page with all of the information on his account. Go ahead, Steve. Check those details. Don't worry, we're not looking. Once that's done, he's all set up, ready to go forth and bank. Trust Coast Credit Union. All right. There was way too much space in between those sentences. He needed to really have a much better flow and tell a better story because 
most explainer videos are truly story-based. You know, they, they just have this flow and story to them. It, you know, it is. It's it's meet Steve. Here's his problem, and here's how we're going to fix it. And not that you have to be fast. It just has more of a, a pace and a flow. And mm-hmm. it, I didn't feel that it, I, I kept wanting it to keep going and to kind of finally get into a, a better rhythm. And it kind of it did have a rhythm in just a very slow, methodical rhythm that felt very one note the whole time until that one little section where that personality came out, you know, with that the, a little more fun lines that that are obviously written to show a little more personality. But other than that, it just felt very, very slow and it needed to have a much better pace to it, a more storytelling pace that I didn't feel it had. Yeah, it was the check those details line mm-hmm. that yes. really jumped out. But it was so, it felt inappropriate in that read because it was so such different energy. Yes. Um, but it, it had that, I totally agree. Like the, pay, the the spaces were just like, oh, come on, come on, let's let's get through this, like yeah. <laughs> trying to rush it along. Particularly if you've, you know, we're going through, you know, nine or 10 of each of these. If you're casting this and you've got like 50 people to listen through to, and you right. know this, I'm sure, with ACM, you know, people are going to lose patience with that very quickly, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, so I would say careful not to over-articulate some of the words, like they were, you know, a bit overly emphasized. Like you say, you don't want to, like, hit things. <laughs> well, yeah, especially um, if it says conversational, then, you know, we're going to yeah. slam words together in different patterns and different rhythms. Sometimes words are closer together. Sometimes they're further apart because when we speak conversationally, we don't have a very measured, every word is not said exactly at the same rate. And, you know, mm. with space in between all of them, because when we're having a conversation, we don't speak that way. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because some scripts you'll get, you you, you start reading them and then halfway through they they throw this sort of jaunty little chatty thing, you know, speaking to Steve or whatever. And you realize, oh, this is meant to be more natural. So mm-hmm. then I go back and start it and, and read it with a different intention. You know? Exactly. And um, sometimes it's not obvious at the top. No, it's um, not. So if you see that part of the way down, then you go, okay, so I'm slightly misjudged this a bit. Maybe I'll, I'll start again. Right. There's, there's clues in the script, not just the specs, you know. Absolutely. Because, yeah, if, you've get, if you get that lighthearted, fun piece of copy within the middle of it you're like oh yep yeah, I've got to be this way the whole the whole way you know I can play it up a little bit more and really show some personality here but they really yeah. want me to be that person the whole time but otherwise you're like you said before it feels out of place and you're like whoa what was that you know yeah. <laughs> you need yeah. to be that same person telling the same story the whole time just you know yeah. but even when we're you know in conversation sometimes we can get more animated and a little less animated, even though we're talking about the same subject the whole time and, you know, we're believing it, just we get to a certain point when we're telling a story to somebody that something will need to be, have a little more emphasis that we'll, we'll yeah. put a little more oomph to just because that's the part of the story we're really wanting someone to know, you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Want to put everything you've learned from the VO School podcast into practice? Join the Vocation Conference Facebook group. In addition to our annual conference, we host regular workouts and events throughout the year. Practice your skills and get feedback from respected industry professionals in a friendly and supportive online community. For all the latest information on our events, visit facebook.com slash groups slash vocation conference. See you there. Okay, who's next? Let's go with Jessica Matheson. Meet Steve. He's tired of all the fees and hassle that come with traditional banking. Lucky for Steve, he just signed up with True Coast Credit Union. That was a smart move, Steve. Now that he's made the switch, Steve sets up his online and mobile banking profiles. 
After all, Steve wants up-to-date details on his accounts while he's on the go. To do that, Steve opens the secure envelope he received when opening his account, taking note of his uniquely assigned PIN. Once he's downloaded and launched the app, he enters his PIN and clicks the Take Me To My Profile button. Next, Steve will see a profile page with all of the information on his account. Go ahead, Steve. Check those details. Don't worry, we're not looking. Once that's done, he's all set up, ready to go forth and bank. Trust Coast Credit Union. All right. Well, she definitely had good personality, and it was fun and lighthearted, like the directions, you know, like like the casting said. I think it did have a little, even within that personality and stuff, the read did have kind of almost a formulaic feeling to it. I think it needed to be lightened up a little bit as a take two. I probably would have said, okay, don't push the personality too much. Smile, but lighten it up a little bit. You know, go yeah. go a little lighter. Um, you, I mean, I did feel that she was kind of, you know, could stick her elbow out there and go, good move, Steve, you know, kind of like elbow him. You know, I could tell that she was yeah. trying to talk to Steve and everything and go, hey, yeah, yeah, good job. But I think it maybe even pull it back a little bit and, and lighten it up and really be more comfortable with that aspect of things. But, yeah, I mean, overall, it def she definitely had personality and it was a fun and lighthearted read on the surface. But I think there were just a few tweaks she could have made to make it even feel more comfortable in the conversational aspect of what they were asking for. Yeah, it was very articulated, very enunciated. Yes. Um, and she was in her head voice a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I kind of want to hear her in her chest voice doing this read, with, but retaining that brightness and retaining that enthusiasm. Yeah, you know. keep the smile. Um, yeah. Um, the sound was quite thin and it was quite quiet as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know what her setup is, but I feel like she can get a bit more clarity in there. When you compare it and you listen to this whole list... I might make every all of these MP3s available for everyone to download so you can listen to it on your own system. Um, compared to others, her sound was quite thin, so maybe she needs to get a bit closer to the mic or right. do something with her space or something. Uh, she also got the brand name wrong the first time she read it, right. but she said it right the second time. Yeah. Um, like an explainer video, it's a little more crucial, right? To get yes, the, absolutely. To get the brand right, to get the client's name right. Exactly. Yeah, you have to make sure you get the name of the product right. You don't want to miss that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, particularly sensitive clients may just bin you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people do that, you know, although in this case it's, you know, for what we're doing. But if it was a real read, I, you know, for if it was a real audition, I could, if it was just an audition, I could understand how sometimes people do that to, so that, you know, they feel mm. that, they don't want anyone to steal their their work if they're reading the whole script. You know, they'll change the name of the company because then you really can't use it. So sometimes I know people do that on purpose. But for an audition, yes. But for an exercise like this, you definitely want to get the copyright. Mm. It's a bit of a risk, though. I mean, th it that is. might piss someone off. <laughs> True. Yeah. I mean, there's other things you can change besides the company name, because I think they're listening yeah. for the company name to be sounded correctly. You know, do they do they yeah. get it? Are they putting the emphasis in the right place for our name and everything else? Yeah. I think there's some other things you could change in a script to not have it, you know, if you're worried about it being used without permission kind of things. I think there's other stuff yeah. you, you should change besides the company name. But I do know people who do that sometimes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Let's go with Diana McCleary. Diana McCleary. Meet Steve. He's tired of all the fees and hassle that come with traditional banking. 
Lucky for Steve, he's just signed up with Trust Coast Credit Union. That was a smart move, Steve. Now that he's made the switch, Steve sets up his online and mobile banking profiles. After all, Steve wants up-to-date details on his accounts while he's on the go. To do that, Steve opens the secure envelope he received when opening his account, taking note of his uniquely assigned PIN. Once he's downloaded and launched the app, he enters his PIN and clicks the Take Me to My Profile button. Next, Steve will see a profile page with all the information on his account. Go ahead, Steve. Check those details. Don't worry. We're not looking. Once that's done, he's all set up, ready to go forth and bank. Trust Coast Credit Union. All right. Definitely more conversational. You know, we're kind of getting more mm. as we go here. We're getting more conversational and more conversational. She dropped things like, you know, G's on some of the words, you know, just to kind of make it very conversational and colloquial. I think there were points when she got into the, I guess, more technical aspect of it, you know, explaining how it's done. Um, she kind of rushed that a little bit and didn't give it the same weight as the personality parts of the script. Um, I think, mm. you know, you have to give because the idea is they're wrapping the information that they're wanting the consumer or potential customer to know in this cute little package. And basically the heart of this script is that, you know, when you sign up with us, you can bank anywhere, anytime. You just have to use that pin we've sent you. And here's how to do it. And here are the steps. You go here and you're going to do this. And that's really mm. the heart of what they're trying to get at. But wrapping it up in this cute little story about Steve. <laughs> so you, you can't <laughs> you can't take away from the main point that they're trying to get to about how to do what they need you to do. Um, so you don't have to call their offices a thousand times. And they're, they're trying. That's yeah. why they make these videos so that they don't have to have humans constantly answering the phone about how do I get to my online banking? It's like, just watch this video. You know, so you want to yeah. you want to make sure that that informational part is not just kind of swept aside for the sake of getting to the fun conversational parts where we can say cute things about Steve, you know. So, you know, make sure that that stuff is has equal weight with the other parts of the script. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, she definitely had the conversational stuff down. It felt like she was kind of connected to the idea of we're going to make this fun and lighthearted. And hey, here's this guy, Steve. Good job, Steve. You're making, you know, you're doing your you're doing it all right. You know, so. But Yeah. Yeah. I think the same. And she really nailed the sort of lighthearted, we use the word jaunty mm -hmm. in the spec too, which she really, really nailed. I love the vibe of her read. Even like you say, the sort of colloquialisms with the, you know, taking, you know, we're not looking. Yeah, <laughs> not looking yet, drop line. the G's and things off stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of think a similar thing to the previous read, the sound wasn't really helping her. Right. I feel like she was gating herself or doing noise reduction or something or just chopping out the audio between the lines. Some of the S's and THs weren't crisp and mm -hmm. couldn't, weren't coming through super well, which isn't, you know, like a make or break situation. No. But, you know, if we're being super critical and, you know, getting in there surgically and figuring out how she might be able to improve things. Right. Um, but I, I think overall, a client's just going to hear her energy. And if they're on board with it, they're going to love her read. Yeah, and absolutely. The little nitpicky things are fixable. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think overall, you know, it was a fun energy and it definitely hit the hit the specs as far as being conversational and, and being that, you know, fun, lively. And that that's what she delivered. So it was great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. OK. OK. Charlie Albers. Meet Steve. He's tired of all the fees and hassle that come with traditional banking. 
Lucky for Steve, he's just signed up with Trust Coast Credit Union. That was a smart move, Steve. Now that he's made the switch, Steve sets up his online and mobile banking profiles. After all, Steve wants up-to-date details on his accounts while he's on the go. To do that, Steve opens this secure envelope he received when opening his account, taking note of his uniquely assigned PIN. Once he's downloaded and launched the app, he enters his PIN and clicks the Take Me To My Profile button. Next, Steve will see a profile page with all of the information on his account. Go ahead, Steve. Check those details. Don't worry. We're not looking. Once that's done, he's all set up, ready to go forth and bank. Trust Coast Credit Union. I thought that was a very fun read. Um, mm. I would say it felt she whispered it a little bit. Maybe just, you know, that was just the idea that she was kind of maybe sharing a little story, you know, kind of on the sly. I don't know if that was the direction she took. Um, I would probably say as a second take with that same energy and everything else, maybe making it a little more full voiced, you know, confident mm. sounding versus kind of that. It felt just like a whisper a little bit that she was doing. I don't know how else to describe it, but I really yeah. I liked I liked the energy and I liked how fun it was. Um, she just, yeah, I, I really enjoyed I enjoyed listening to her. But yeah, I think just a little more confident the next take would be really good. And really bring it, yeah. you know. It, it feels like it just needs to be pepped up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know how to describe it either, but I, I totally, I totally hear what you're saying. And, you know, it wasn't slow. No. But the, um, I don't know, the, it was sort of elongated in a way. <laughs> I can't really describe it. Um, more like a narrator than mm -hmm. a commercial. Like, there's sort of the difference between those two sort of reading styles, I guess. Right. Um, and it did kind of hang at the end. It didn't really land. I know right. this isn't a commercial, but we're definitely sort of in the commercial territory here with the explainer videos. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah. I mean, I liked the way she said, you know, go forth and bank. I, it, mm. That was one of the first reads that it really hit me because that's really kind of what they're they're trying to say. And then they wrap it up with this nice little bow of... And here's who you do it with, our company name, you know, and you want to mm. kind of land that company name. And I think you're right. She kind of left it hanging a, a tad. Um, but I did like the way she, you know, did the whole, you know, go forth and bank. And it was like, yes, that's what I want. You know, that yeah. that kind of feel throughout <laughs> the whole thing. I do want to go forth. Yeah, I do. I feel like I'm ready to go forth and bank now, you know. <laughs> and that's what you, that's the whole point of an explainer video. You want to get people excited, but they're a longer form than a traditional commercial you know, with that, that explanation part of how you do whatever they're wanting you to do. Um, but it, there is there is definitely a sell to it because you're still yeah. ending with the name of the company. So it's like, oh, yeah, who is that banking company again that I can make it so easy to do my online banking? Oh, yeah, Trust Coast Bank. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me call them. Let me look them up. You know, so you want to leave it as a, a landing place. You're right. But, yeah, I think a, a second, you know, giving her saying, OK, let's do a second take and really more confident this time. But keep that energy and that smile. And I think she would have nailed it. Do a few press ups before yeah. you get into the yeah. board or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the, the only other thing was I think she's DSing in it. And while it's working mm. well on the S's, it's softening the T's too much, ah. like it, it, rounding those off a little bit. You know, again, being super, super picky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that's me. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's, <move on. laughs> Let's go with Andrew Lander. Meet Steve. He's tired of all the fees and hassle that comes with traditional banking. Lucky for Steve, he's just signed up with True Coast Credit Union. That was a smart move, Steve. 
Now that he's made the switch, Steve sets up his online and mobile banking profiles. After all, Steve wants up-to-date details on his accounts while he's on the go. To do that, Steve opens the secure envelope he received when opening his account, taking note of his uniquely assigned PIN. Once he's downloaded and launched the app, he enters his PIN and clicks the Take Me to My Profile button. Next, Steve will see a profile page with all of the information on his account. Uh, go ahead, Steve. Check those details. Don't worry, we're, we're not looking. Once that's done, he's all set up, ready to go forth and bank. Trust Coast Credit Union. I, I like this read. Uh, mispronouncing the client name at the front is, is not a good thing. That would definitely set them up to go, oh, ooh, whoops, okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but it, it, was, it had a nice balance of conversational and, you know, friendly. It, had, it kind of was a very consistent conversational and friendly. You know, he got to that fun part of the line about, you know, don't worry, we're not looking. You know, that part was, is good because it did show the personality there. But it, I felt it was really a great, pretty solid read throughout. Um, you know, he hit all the, the highlights of the, you know, the parts that you're supposed to be telling people about how to do the banking thing. He did those in a nice measured way. It wasn't too slow to me. I felt it had a good pace and energy. And I enjoyed that read other than mispronouncing yeah. the client name. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it had, yeah. Other than that, I thought it was it was really great. It had a really good energy to it. Mm -hmm. um, it did feel when I really listened in depth. It did feel a bit comped together. There were some lines that didn't, yeah, from a sound perspective, not necessarily a performance perspective, but they had a different sound. Like I think he was a bit further off the mic on one read, and like the last, the sort of tag essentially, yeah, um, sounded very different for the other from the other reads. So right. I think you just have to be careful with your mic placement or something there gotcha. um but yeah i think uh sounded like an explainer video to me uh, <laughs> yeah um and it's funny because the conversational qualities that we talk about aren't fully conversational as in how you and i are speaking right now it's right. conversational in voiceover world in exactly. voiceover speak right yeah absolutely. so it's got that like it's you after about three coffees you know <laughs> speaking to a bunch of kids <laughs> conversational. yeah but he, yeah, he really nailed that vibe. I yeah, like, I like that read. He, he really did. It felt like you, you know, it felt, it felt like an explainer video. It felt like it was mm. supposed to. I mean, it was very much. It was kind of what you would expect, but in a in a good way. Not, a, I don't mean to say that in a, in a negative way. It felt like it was supposed to be. It, it's that because explainer videos really are this weird blend of salesy commercial kind of sound at the same time as you know very conversational. It's like how do you. How do you be salesy and conversational at the same time, you know? And in yeah. this case, we're we're making it, we want it also to be jaunty. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. how many pretzel ways can I twist, you know? <laughs> and follow these very specific instructions too. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So I think he did a very good job of making that happen. You know, it felt yeah. good. So Yeah, yeah. Great. great job, Andrew. Yes, absolutely. All right, who's next? Let's go with Stephen Reed. Meet Steve. He's tired of all the fees and hassle that come with traditional banking. Lucky for Steve, he's just signed up with Trust Coast Credit Union. That was a smart move, Steve. Now that he's made the switch, Steve sets up his online and mobile banking profiles. After all, Steve wants up-to-date details on his accounts while he's on the go. To do that, Steve opens the secure envelope he received when opening his account, taking note of his uniquely assigned PIN. Once he's downloaded and launched the app, 
he enters his PIN and clicks the Take Me To My Profile button. Next, Steve will see a profile page with all of the information on his account. Go ahead, Steve, check those details. Don't worry, we're not looking. Once that's done, he's all set up, ready to go forth and bank. Trust Coast, Credit Union. All right. Um, needs to pick up the speed, obviously. Mm. I think that's kind of one of those things for sure. Definitely needs to pick up the speed and, and to be able to tell the story. Um, definitely at the end with the client name um, needs to be one full thought instead of all the big pauses between each part of the client name. You know, mm. Trust Coast Credit Union is all kind of one thought. Um, needed to have all that together. I think it also lacked the conversational style, and I think it probably lacked it lacked personality to me. I think Stephen's mm. probably got you know a lot more fun in him, and and can show that to us. I think that's really what it was missing the most. And I think if he had had more of the conversational style with some personality, I think the pace would have naturally followed. Um, I think he yeah. was very measured, and I think he was trying to be measured. And I think if you know he just kind of relaxed into it and showed a little more personality and connection to it, then I think all of the other things would have probably fallen into line. Yeah, I think I feel like he needs to just do a lot of reading out loud just to sort of get comfortable with it. And mm -hmm. like you say, it will just it will just flow more naturally at that point because he was, you know, there was lots of spaces. He was punching words in a sort of an unnatural way. And he obviously can read. We obviously speak every day, all of the skills. He already has all the skills. Right. It's just turning your brain down a little bit and just kind of going with it, right, with, yeah. with a, lot of the, a lot of the time with these things. Yeah, fine-tuning those things. From a sound perspective, the first thing I heard was, oh, I can visualize him sitting in a room. I can hear the room. Right. So maybe get a, get a little closer to the mic or work on your space a bit more because that was the you know within like half a second, I was like, oh, there's the room. That's just a few tweaks, I'm sure. But yeah, he's got all the potential there just to sort mm -hmm. of tweak a few things here and there and sort of the the irony of saying, do all this stuff, but don't overthink it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Think about X, Y, Z, A, B, and C. Now don't now stop thinking and just do it. Yeah, yeah. it's always the hardest part for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of where the benefit of, you know, just having done a million reads comes mm -hmm. in because, you know, at some point, you know, the, the first sort of a hundred times you do a voiceover, you're analyzing and thinking everything. And by 101, hopefully you're like, you know, a lot of this stuff happens naturally and you can turn your brain down to idle a little bit and just sort yeah. of play. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was the key thing. Yeah, he needed to play a little bit more with it. And I think mm. if he had played and again brought his personality to it a little bit, I think some of the other things would have, you know, worked themselves out because the, his speed would have been a little more natural if you're being more playful with it. And I think, you know, that would have just helped everything. But yeah, I mean, you know, just practice, practice and constantly, you know, fine tuning and working on those things. And that'll help a lot. But yeah, he's got a fun sound. Um, you know, I, yeah. I love listening to his voice. I mean, as you know, as an American, we always love hearing, you know, those foreign accents. <laughs> no, but it's Boring. just it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I thought it was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. I hope I'm not butchering this. I don't know if it's Mayor. I believe it's Mayor. Yes, Trevathan. It's Mayor. Yeah, Mayor Trevathan. Hi, this is Mayor Trevathan. Meet Steve. He's tired of all the fees and hassle that come with traditional banking. Lucky for Steve, he's just signed up with Trust Coast Credit Union. That was a smart move, Steve. Now that he's made the switch, Steve sets up his online and mobile banking profiles. 
After all, Steve wants up-to-date details on his accounts while he's on the go. To do that, Steve opens the secure envelope he received when opening his account, taking note of his uniquely assigned PIN. Once he's downloaded and launched the app, he enters his PIN and clicks the Take Me to My Profile button. Next, Steve will see a profile page with all of the information on his account. Go ahead, Steve. Check those details. Don't worry, we're not looking. Once that's done, he's all set up, ready to go forth and bank. Trust Coast Credit Union. Cool. Yeah, I really liked this one. It was very personal. Mm. She had, you know, she had a, a, she made a choice and she stuck with it. And it did not sound red. It sounded like she was telling a story. She did a, a really good job. I liked the way she read the client's name at the end. Um, you know, very positive and very, you know, very, um, it just had this very confident sound to it. It's like, hey, we are the people who are solving your problem. We are the people that, you know, that made Steve feel comfortable again banking, you know, and, mm. and she gave a very good uh, measured read when it came to the important part of, you know, he got his PIN number. This is how he gets in. This is what he does. You know, this is the next step, blah, blah, blah. And but it, even within that, which is the heart of the you know script of telling people what they're supposed to be doing, even within that, it didn't sound red. It sounded like she was still telling the story. And I liked yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it all it had such a great energy. Um, mm-hmm. I did feel some of the lines were a little bit rushed, um, particularly yeah. the instructional mm-hmm. ones. Just, but it's just a personal taste, I guess. Right. Different, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Um, but I really loved her energy and her attitude, and um, it was a little quiet. So maybe you want yeah. to boost that up a little bit before you send things out um, there, Matt. But um, yeah, if a client is looking for that kind of energy, she absolutely nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they brought the personality. And that's one of those things in a directed session. They can tell you to slow down in certain parts or, you know, let's read this mm. section again because, you know, you were rushing it there a little bit. Just give this section a small, you know, but, but you know, you can't tell someone to bring the personality if you don't know if they've got it to begin with. And she showed that. Yeah. So, they you know, if they were casting that and say, yes, okay, we love her energy, we love her style. And then you you can tweak all those other little things in between. It's just getting in the door that is the, you know, is, is the first step. And, and she had a nice personality and it was consistent throughout and that's what what mattered you know right up to the end of the you know the client name at the end she just it was like it felt it made me feel good and if i was the client if i was you know representing trust coast credit union i'd be like oh i like that that makes me feel good i like working for trust coast you know what i mean (laughs) so yeah that would sell me yeah i loved what you just said there and it's it's very very crucial to remember that in the casting process they're looking to sort of spark their imagination. They're looking for a spark. They're not necessarily looking for a perfect read. Mm-hmm. They're looking for the energy or the personality or the, the tone that they're going for more than anything. That's the most crucial part of it, right? Not necessarily the nitpicking that we're sort of doing a bit today. Yeah. Um, because like you say, they know that when they book you, whether it's directed or whether it's not, they'll throw those notes at you and say, okay, just make sure you slow down on this bit. But, you know, from from our perspective... The people that jumped out immediately within a second are like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is this is kind of on the money. You kind of yeah. know pretty quickly, right? Yep, absolutely. All right. We have time for let's one more? On. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. How about Mike Cantrell? Mike Cantrell. Meet Steve. He's tired of all the fees and hassle that come with traditional banking. Lucky for Steve, he just signed up with Trust Coast Credit Union. That was a smart move, Steve. Now that he's made the switch, Steve sets up his online and mobile banking profiles, 
After all, Steve wants up-to-date details on his accounts while he's on the go. To do that, Steve opens the secure envelope he received when opening his account, taking note of his uniquely assigned PIN. Once he's downloaded and launched the app, he enters his PIN and clicks the Take Me to My Profile button. Next, Steve will see a profile page with all of the information on his account. Go ahead, Steve. Check those details. Don't worry, we're not looking. Once that's done, he's all set up, ready to go forth and bank. Trust Coast Credit Union. Oh, good one to end on. I loved this read. Yeah, I really loved this read. <laughs> he yeah. had personality. Again, he had the same personality throughout. He, you know, he committed to a character. He, he figured out who he was, who he was. He committed to it and kept it throughout. Um, it didn't sound red, but he sounded like he really connected to the copy. I liked when he was giving the directions that are the so important part. You know, I mean, he, he gave the nice directions in a nice measured way. They weren't too rushed, in my opinion, but they weren't, you know, they weren't labored either. Um, I just really felt this just it felt comfortable. I was like, yeah, I really like this. <laughs> I just I don't yeah. even know what to say. I'm like, love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same. It just had a great vibe, and I keep saying that word, and it's kind of mm -hmm. annoying, I know, but <laughs> it just had a good feel throughout, you know, yeah. just, you know, trustworthy. He really nailed that balance between commercial and informational, you know, mm -hmm. really well. You know, sometimes you get the right actor with the right script, and that meeting is just, you can't really figure out how that comes together or why, but it, it just, that meeting is, is golden, and I feel like Mike nailed this one. So, yeah, yeah, I do too. And he, he had a nice, uh, also his voice tone worked for this too. It was just mm. that nice, friendly guy next door kind of, you know, like, yeah, he's he's about to tell us something, and it just felt comfortable. So, yeah, yeah great read. Great job, Mike. Yeah, good one. Okay, well, Christy, thank you so much for your time today. Absolutely. Um, I know it's, it's very valuable. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll do this again at some point in the future. We had a lot of submissions. I want to thank everyone who submitted. I'm sorry we couldn't get through everyone. But uh, yeah, everyone did great. Lots of stuff to uh, work on. I know Mike kind of nailed it there at the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much, yeah. we ended on a high note. But... There, <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else, uh, super, super fantastic. And, yeah. you know, it takes balls as voice actor to submit publicly mm -hmm. to something to get criticism. So, I, you know, I have a huge amount of admiration for everyone that submitted to this. So I like to say so, it's yeah. feedback because we all get into the booth. We all take auditions. We do them, we send them off into the ether of whoever's going to be listening, and we never have any idea who all's going to be listening. And we mm. never get, you know, very rarely do we get feedback unless we're hired. You know, we have yeah. no idea that we might have been the second choice. We have no idea that there might think, you know, that they're thinking, well, this person doesn't fit this spot, but I've got one coming up that they're going to be great for. So, you know, we don't get that. So, yeah, it does mm. take guts to do this. I, I agree. But it's also kind of nice in a way to think of it as that, you know, that constructive feedback to say, OK, yeah, I really am doing something right or well, yeah, I do need to work on that. So, you know, please take all of this, at least from my perspective, as, you know, just a chance to grow and, and know what someone else is thinking when they hear what you submit, because we so rarely get that. And so it's very valuable. So thank you for doing this and allowing this to, you know, people a chance to, to get that feedback. Yeah, of course. Um, so, Christy, where do people find out more about you? Because you do a whole bunch of stuff that they may be interested in. So how do people get in contact with you and find out more? 
they can go to my website. Um, my mom got creative with the, with the spelling of Christy. So it's C-H-R-I-S-T-I, uh, Bowen, B-O-W-E-N dot com. So ChristyBowen.com and has a contact form on there and I can be reached that way. Um, my, you know, my phone number, my email are on there as well, of course, as you should for everybody with a website. Um, <laughs> so I am Little very accessible. Yes, exactly. I am accessible. Um, I do a lot of, I do some e-learn, e-learning coaching, um, but I also, you know, do corporate narration, obviously, and some commercials and political work. So a little bit of everything. Um, well, not quite everything, but yeah, a lot in the corporate sphere, sphere let's say, <laughs> corporate and commercial yeah. world. But yeah, that's how you get a hold of me. Great. Okay. Well, thanks so much. Thank you very much for having me. This was excellent. The VO School podcast was produced by Heather Lynn Watt, Joan Gavino, Lisa Leonard, Gina Scarper, Femi London, Tiffany Van Landingham, Diane Richmond Knox, Zach Allerman, and myself, Jamie Moffat. Special thanks to Patreon super member Angus McLeod and our sponsors, JMC Demos and Backstage Magazine. We'll see you next time. <laughs>